Hey everyone, I'm Alex Cantor. And I'm Lily Rosenthal. Welcome to our podcast, Hot Pastrami. We are coming to you from our favorite booth at Cantor's Deli here in LA. We're going to invite some of our friends to join us for a chat over some matzo ball soup and pastrami sandwiches. So join us for new episodes of Hot Pastrami every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. See you soon. Bye. yeah look at that look at that look at us figuring out how to how to survive technology oh boy well oh i already had my bourbon earlier all right (laughs) boy you sound like a quarantine dad yeah yeah i mean i mean and that and that's why we are recording this at 8 36 and man at like 9 p.m it's like that is that's a wrap that is i shut it down now let me ask you this do because i've once i got pickles um (laughs) which sounds like what what we're gonna be saying after we overcome the coronavirus (laughs) yeah and the next thing you get (laughs) yeah that's a slang for a brand new std man (laughs) i went down to cabo san lucas i got the pickles man yeah dude i got too many cute puppies i don't know what to do with um (laughs) yeah i uh you know, look, it's, it's, I, it, I've never even before having a dog and not having kids made the comparison of the dogs like a kid, but I will say this. Um, and we've talked about this. We uh, talked about it a bunch before you uh, had your, your beautiful daughter that, that there is a, an adjustment schedule wise. Yes. So with a dog that at least preps you yes. for the kid world because pickles has made me go like you saying nine and being like I ain't going to be- that's why I'm going to bed. I go oh that does sound good. <laughs> yeah, and it's you know well, I'm happy for you because yeah just and it, it's weird just because uh, yeah I, I've I've made a few posts about how my dog wakes up at six thirty in the morning. He doesn't care what time I got back. I mean no. back in the times back in the times when we could go out. I'd go to the comedy store, come home at like 2.30 in the morning, and then he'd wake me up at 6.30 in the morning and be like, all right, I got to go outside. So that's, you got to wake up and do that. So have you, do you, uh, do you put on pants when you go outside to uh, let Diego do his business? You're like, if he's not wearing uh, pants, why should I? That's my whole thing. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, that Diego has kept me fit during this whole quarantine thing. Cause I I walk that dog twice a day, or uh, I should say he walks me twice a day. Yeah. I don't, I don't control where he goes. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's, he's an 80-pound pit bull. He goes wherever the hell he wants to go. Uh, but I, I will say before, um, like, because I've had dogs in the past that were way smaller. And when, like, for instance, I'd, I'd be walking my childhood dog, which, which was a tiny schnauzer, uh, the dog would, like, start to pee on someone's yard. They'd be like, hey, that's my yard. What's your dog doing? When Diego starts peeing on someone's yard, no one says shit. It's great. Whoa. Why? Because they're afraid of the pit bull? Yeah, because he's huge. It's awesome. He's a big fucker. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, like, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not a monster. Like, if he poops in someone's yard, of course, I pick it up. I got the bags. I got the, I, I got that whole thing. But, yeah, if, if, 
if he if, if he pees on your trash can, all right, that's where he's decided <laughs> to pee. Yeah, you yeah. Talk yeah. to him. Yeah. Not, hey, it's your trash can. Yeah. Maybe like Pickles had this uh, logic last night. She was eating um, uh, pieces of toilet paper, and Amanda takes away. She goes, "Stop!" And I go, "You know what, Pickles is thinking right there." She goes, "Hey, if you don't want me to eat toilet paper." Don't be dangling it in front of me. <laughs> it's it's a thing to eat, and I'm gonna eat it if it's there, because I'm a dog. I think your dog is just trying to cut out the middleman, because your dog is just trying to eat the toilet paper. Then when the dog shits, ass is already wiped. <laughs> that's the logic. Uh oh. That, right. That, that's that's the good that's the good dog logic. Um, yeah. So, uh, how are you surviving with uh, lack of stand up? Uh, not well, (laughs) this helps, this helps a lot. If I have people, I I'm trying to be really cognizant of doing things like this with, um, and you and I have a a benefit of, you know, even if we just have a 10 minute catch up phone call, we'll be making jokes and trying to make each other laugh and things like that. You have to make sure that you have those with those people and then do stuff like this too, because that's the, uh, that's kind of the only comedy muscle to flex other than that that is close to stand up or like you did last night which i'll be doing tomorrow and i want to hear about your experience the 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 stand up to no one which is still an audience is watching but to get that yeah. uh interaction back and forth i didn't real. i mean dude, i don't know it's just it's it's almost <laughs> you know it's almost like the sonics leaving seattle it's something i never thought would be taken away from me <laughs> it, now, when, when, when you said the stand-up in front of no one, are you doing the Laugh Factory stand-up in front of no one? Yes. And I did okay. – I've, I've done a few Skype-like things for people. Like, I just did one for these people that started to show up in um, Chelan, which is a, up eastern Washington. And and, uh, and they did a thing for – it's a very small city. And so there's – you know, they had about 500 people. Basically, everyone in the town was watching this thing. And they are like, <laughs> we're trying to raise money for – our company, the comedians, whatever. And so I was like, yeah. So there's a bunch of those like that, that I'm starting to, to do. And at first I had a little trepidation for it, but like, you know, shit, man, you know, the laugh factory thing you were telling me, it was like, there are a shit ton of people watching and you were able to, you were able to find a way to, to use it and, and to fill some of the void. Right. Yeah. And just when you realize, like, so for those of you who don't know, the Laugh Factory does a Instagram live every day at two o'clock Pacific time. Right. And uh, you just hop on their Instagram live and you see a comic on stage talking. Now there's nobody in the audience. Uh, so they're just talking to you. Um, and there's no laughter, but hopefully they're saying some, some entertaining things. I would say uh, my advice is not to treat it like a stand up set. Like, because it looks really weird if the person is pausing for right. where the laughs do go. Yep. Like, uh, I saw one comic. I won't mention their names, but they, but they. I will. Like, Kathy Griffin. No. Uh. <laughs> but they even stopped after a joke, and you could tell that this is they. They do this every time, but they stopped and go. You know what I'm talking about, and it's like no, 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 one, no, no we don't. No one knows what you're talking about. <laughs> now did, that's amazing you did tell me at one point you were going to yeah. look directly into the barrel of the camera and i uh, upon yeah. hearing that i go oh yeah that's not a bad move and then i thought about it and i go that actually seems like it might be a little too like hey you get the joke 
<laughs> like right into your soul because part of the thing that people like in live stand-up is that you sometimes feel like you're the person's talking to the group and when you get direct eye contact i mean nine out of ten times i think when you're on stage and you look at an audience member don't you see them going like this like but then you you, you can see behind their eyes that they're like please don't stop your set and talk to me <laughs> oh yeah they're definitely they're definitely thinking that and like they when people when you make eye contact with someone and you're on stage it's like they're making eye contact with a movie screen they're not realizing oh that's a human right there yeah like that's a that's someone who's actually looking at me checking my phone or picking my nose or doing whatever as boy spoiler alert that's brad's new closer (laughs) (laughs) checking his phone picking his nose i don't give a shit about you guys good night now we're did you do uh did you do old bits what'd you do yeah i just did i just did really well i did one old bit and then i did a bit that has just kind of phased out of my act that I haven't put in a special and that I haven't, it, it won't be in the next one. It's just kind of, it's gone, it's gone away. I've written funnier stuff. So I've just, I just put that out there. So in case there is someone who does that, I, I don't even know how to do this, but people can like rip from an Instagram live and then yeah. put it up somewhere. And if yeah. you do that, all right, first of all, fuck you. But yeah. secondly, like I just I I just wanted to make sure that if they did that I didn't have like one of my best new bits being done in front of no audience. Out I there dig on that. Yeah, yeah, it is. But you did you did find that the I don't know the lack of laughter. Obviously, there's people in the club that are chuckling yeah. along to give you some there's, response, right? Yeah, there's three. I had three people, so wow. it really brings you back to like when I started at the Laugh Factory 16 years ago and doing open mic nights. And it's like, yeah, that kind of response. Wow. Where you're like, it, 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 it just made me think, wow, 16 years in comedy, three specials, and I'm right back where I started, literally in the same building to wow. the same size crowds. Yeah, as, when did you, as, when was your first yeah. time at, well, that, first of all, that is, that is something that you, look, People ask me sometimes in doing stand-up of friends that go, do you, uh, do you ever not do well? And I go, look, this is going to sound cocky, but it's like, no, because at this point, I either, even if I did an all crowd work set or an all set of new material, I know that I'm funny enough to, yeah. to have it go, to not walk off being like, wow, I might quit tonight. That might have been it. You know what I'm saying? And I, yeah. I'm sure every comedian, you can say the same thing that you just get to a point where you go, I trust, and th- that ultimately is what anybody wants, to trust yourself enough to handle yeah. anything or, or be funny no matter what. Um, yep. But, uh, but it, it is, you think about that feeling, it's not something that we think about having to go through it anymore. And when you do, no, and it's you have to thing. recognize, like, it's the quarantine, it's the virus, this isn't, I'm not yeah. back here. Well, and that and and that's actually a new bit that I'm working on is now you can use coronavirus as an excuse for anything, like literally anything. Where like oh, it's the it's the old uh, it's the old college, right? It's the old it's it's the new that. Yeah, yeah. It's like oh, you you never called me back. I know coronavirus. Yeah, Uh, you know, quarantine, man. Yeah, 
quarantine and then when you don't perform well with your lady it's like hey you couldn't get it up it's like ah coronavirus and i was thinking about coronavirus all yeah, yeah 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 so, yeah, yeah yeah that's uh, really funny that. it's, it's, it's just things, did you do just some new did you do some topical stuff you have to right it's too fresh yeah yeah i mean you have to and you have to like you're doing a set in an empty comedy club because there's a worldwide pandemic it's not right. like you can just go up there and be like so, did you see what was in the news? Yes, only coronavirus is in the news right now. So It's going to be like when Trump was elected. Like, everyone for the first few months when we come back is going to be like, yeah. boy, how much toilet paper do we need? You know? <laughs> it's good to know yeah. that when the world comes to an end, all we, gotta do, all we want to do is wipe our butts. Yeah, so yeah I'm going to change my delivery. That's how I'm going to sound. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's like the hybrid child of Dice and Sebastian. <laughs> yeah. that voice. I do want to hear, crazy. are there certain comedians that you uh, think about during this time that you go, God, I, I wish, I, I can't wait to hear their take on it, or I can't wait to, I wish they would post them, okay. you know, not, not just in podcast form. Like I saw Burr with Kimmel, and Kimmel pulled up to his yeah. house. You see that? I, I, I did not, but now I want to see it just because I think, whatever Burr does is genius. Oh, because I was like, what is, I, I, you know, I'm sure in his podcast, he's been riffing on things, but I go, I want to see him again. Podcast by yourself is different than, than even stand up or couch interview because you need you, a physical person to play off of is going to get more out of you. I feel like. So yeah. Kimmel pulls up in his car and Burr's like, he's being all positive about it and more time with his daughter and this and that. And it's like all fun. And Jimmy Kimmel's like, well, wow, the edge of Burr is really, uh, it's kind of going away during this uh, whole virus. And then he goes, because what are you doing for food? He goes, hey, you know, he goes, he going to the grocery store? He goes, fuck that. He goes, you think I want a bunch of, bunch of people coughing and sneezing on my fucking bagels? He goes, I'm going to risk it with one Postmates guy. Or he goes, you know, the way he said, he goes, I'm going to roll the dice with a one Postmate guy. He goes, if he's got it, fuck it. He goes, but I ain't going to go where there's a ton of people. He's like, I'm just going to roll yeah. the dice that the one guy bringing me my food hopefully washed his hands at some point. But... Yeah. It, 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 it's so funny because this whole virus is, you know, obviously the people that are the most affected are uh, the elderly and the, uh, and the immune compromised. Uh, in like, I've had two instances where I had to yell at old people because they are just <laughs> not giving no. a shit. I know. Like uh, uh, my dad, uh, I was on the phone with him and he goes, yeah, I was feeling kind of cooped up. So I went to the dollar store. I'm like, dad, Literally where the most hands are. <laughs> you are almost 80, and you are immune compromised. You are a it's, cancer survivor. You won. Yeah. yeah. Cash in they, your chips. <laughs> they should have just called it the Pete Williams virus. Don't go outside. Like, what are you doing? Oh, my and, God. And uh, my that, friend's mother. Wait, real quick, also, real quick, real quick. Real oh, quick. Sure. What did he get at the dollar store? What did he risk his life? What did he? Store. What did he risk his fucking life for? <laughs> knock off root beer. Why else do you go to the dollar store? <laughs> spit take from Adam Ray. Whoa! I got a spit take with the knock off root beer line. Dude, and it was my mezcal. You know it was funny. Oh, <laughs> dude, that's so funny. Knock off that's root what he, beer. Wait, what was it called? That, like shoot beer. Know. <laughs> it, it, it's not a and w it's like b and y root beer or something like that. oh god it's not dad's letters of the apples <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny oh that's yeah. some good yeah it's some good uncle's root beer 
<laughs> yeah, um, like nobody wants that. How, how many times you, you see him twice a month, he, twice a year, he always has just a weird concoction that he calls uncle's root beer. They're like, I'm pretty yeah. sure that has vodka in it. And he gave it to me, I'm yeah. six. He goes, you want an but uncle's float? <laughs> spend the extra 25 cents, get the brand we, we, we yes. know. I don't get it. But, All right, so what did you, and then what's yes. your aunt do? Uh, my aunt went to Costco. She is also over 70 and immune compromised. Oh, she, went to, she went to Costco. Why? Because her coupon was expiring. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Oh, my God. You can't write this shit, dude. I mean, again, the things that matter when shit hits the fan. She and probably she went straight to her nuts. coupon book and was like, fuck, what do I got to get rid of? Right? Because we're all thinking like, what do we got to clean or, or get yeah. rid of or, or use up the food? I got to drink all the, the milk in the fridge because fucking it's, you know. She said it with, when, 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 when I said, why did you go to Costco? She <laughs> said, because my coupon was expiring with the same amount of confidence that a doctor does when, when you go, why did you take a pen and stab the, the, the child in the neck to make a tracheotomy and they'd be like, cause they couldn't breathe. Duh. That's what you do. That, yeah, yeah. That's what she said. She's like, yeah, you go, you go to Costco and you risk your life because oh my God. your coupon is expiring. Oh my Duh. God. Dude. And it's yeah. Now I would get it. And if, if uh, my father or my aunt were in a sit, were in a situation where it was like, uh, maybe they couldn't, maybe uh uber eats didn't exist or amazon groceries didn't exist like we have we're, we're we're in this quarantine situation but we are the most prepared to be in a quarantine situation we are designed to stay at home right now they, you, you can get groceries delivered you have every tv show in the history of man that is on that that is just waiting for you to watch uh internet videos all that like you do not have to leave your house, and yet people are still just like, eh, "Uncle's root beer." <laughs> if I you don't, if you don't sell, if you don't start Uncle's root beer and sell it, or by the way, that is a great that is a great bit. Um, yeah, how much are you? How much are you starting to think about cannibalism? <laughs> <laughs> well. Um, being that I only have, well, see, I was going to say only my wife and my daughter are in the house, but then my mother-in-law does come to visit. So maybe, yeah. maybe just then. <laughs> have, you, uh, <laughs> no. have you guys been cooking a lot? Dude. Uh, and when I say we've been cooking, I mean, my wife has been cooking. And, of course. Uh, tonight she made a curry pot pie from scratch and it was unbelievable <laughs> i'm gonna it take was... another hit of this only so i can fill my <laughs> mouth with something that's not the salivating i was doing over hearing you say curry pot pie dude you literally curry said, pot pie. you literally said three <laughs> of my favorite words <laughs> yeah yeah exactly in in order it was great so dude, yeah, that's a, uh, that's amazing Having a wife that can cook, what a game changer, huh? Oh, I've been talking uh, to this friend of mine who's uh, single and just by himself in, in, in his apartment and he can't cook. And I'm like, so what are you eating? 
He goes, like, I've had, like, Stouffer's lasagna, like, three times this week. And, like, secretly I'm jealous because I like Stouffer's lasagna. Of course. But at the same time, it's like, okay, I, I see what you're I – see, I see what you're working with. Yeah, but and also, think about <coughs> – what a time. Like, if there's ever been a time to figure out how, how to cook, yeah, try now. It's now. Also, think about the husbands out there that did fucking just pick wrong and have a wife that does not oh. know how to cook. They are so bummed right now where they were like – it's for whatever reason that didn't come up in conversation on like date eight, you know what I'm saying? Where you're yeah. like, do you like to cook? You know, like, that's an easy throwaway get to know you question, but he just didn't think of it. Here he is now quarantined marriage. And he's like, ah, well, thank God I bought all this food. What are you going to cook up? She goes, uh, I get some honey nut Cheerios. And he goes, Hey, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, shit. Yeah. Hey guys, Adam Ray here for the About Last Night podcast. Hope you're enjoying the episode. Man, it's good to be back. And you know what? The best part about being back is sharing the goodies with you, the fans. I love candles, okay? You know from listening to this podcast, we've always had candles living around the apartment and now my new place. And um, I'm tired of buying the bullshit candles from the store. I want some personal touch. I want something handmade. So that's why I found Hangover Candle Company. That's right. Homemade by a bartender in Fort Collins, Colorado. He's a big comedy fan, podcast fan, reached out, said, I love the pod, would love to send you some candles. I'm like, I'm not comfy giving you my address. He's like, come on, trust me. I was like, all right, let's roll the dice. Boom. Now I've got fucking 40 different flavors of Hangover Candle Company candles in my place. Um, They're cut, sanded, poured, packed, and shipped, all by him. Um, And you can choose from over 200 different containers. Okay, to build your candle in and over 40 different scents to create your own uh, smell. You can customize your own scents. Shit, man, they've got flavors like uh, fucking root beer, apple pie, cinnamon stick, coffee, fresh cut grass, uh, hazelnut, lavender, leather, maple syrup, peach, pine, sandalwood, spearmint, sea breeze, vanilla bean, watermelon. Go to Hangover Candle Co. uh, on Etsy. Okay, go to Etsy. Type in Hangover Candle Co. It'll pop up the shop and then pick your candles and then use the promo code ALN25 at checkout to get 25% off your first order. 25%. Hangover Candle Co. is on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, But again, go to Etsy, type in Hangover Candle Co., find the candles and the smells you want, create your own, and then use ALN25 at checkout to get 25% off your first order. I love candles. They're great for any occasions, bar mitzvahs, circumcisions, uh, fucking weddings, funerals, gender reveal parties, uh, divorce parties, uh, coming out parties, coming in parties, coming parties. These candles are the shit, and they're my fave, and I want you guys to have them. So type in Etsy.com, and then type in Hangover Candle Co., and, uh, and pick your candles and use ALN25 at checkout for 25% off. All right? Start smelling better. Start looking better. Start feeling better, okay? Because everybody farts, and candles are a great way to get rid of that. And now back to the episode. You know, it, there, there's definitely that where, uh, I mean, and I know this, this observation has been made before, but it's like nine months from now, it's, it's a baby or a divorce. That's what you got. Oh, like, yeah. It's... You eat, you, and which is the great circle of life because you come together, you get closer from being so in in such forced proximity, you bang it out a lot more, and then you're feeling in love, you're feeling inspired. You go, Why shouldn't we have a kid? You have more time. It's like when Bill Gates came up with poop water, you know, when you have enough time, (laughs) hear me out, when you have enough time (laughs) to to think of stuff and and really put your all your energy on it, you're gonna go, We should have a kid, and then they have that kid. And then by the time things open up and they have the kid, they look at each other and they go, I hate you. I hate you. 
All right. I'll see you later. Yeah. Because now, now don't have the kid now because then right when everything opens up, you're going to have the kid and now you're going to want to go outside. Oh, can you yeah. imagine? Yeah. Because yep. now the world is your oyster. Sports is back. Every concert, oh. every, every tour has been rescheduled. October is going to be lit as fuck. Like every October is going to be the new dude. They're going to need to bring Prince back from the dead just to change party. Like it's 1999 to party. Like it's post quarantine yeah. October. Yeah. <laughs> every day of October is going to be something crazy. Wow. So, and then, and then you're going to have the kid or, 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 or the girl or the wife is pregnant. Like it's, and now you got to be home or be, or be, or be supportive. Not good. Also, not good. Th think Do about not the planet that way. No, don't be smarter. And think about the quarantine Christmas movies that are awaiting us in the wings. Hallmark must be stroking their Christmas cocks right now, thinking about the stories that they can write between people that can't see each other, risk their lives, meet up in a park. He gets, oh some, my God. you know, he gets a, a 40 below zero hand job and then they both pass away notebook style. And you go, boy, Hallmark has gotten dark. Hall dark, so, table for one. <laughs> so speaking of the movies that are being made about this time, there has to be a Tiger King movie. This has to oh, be. Oh, yeah. Did you not see the video I sent you? I, 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 I saw it. Okay. And I did, it, it, did it get you so, more excited about the idea? Yes. Because okay. now, because I, I saw your video, which everyone should go check out, and it's uh, – and it's basically a bunch of um, you and uh, your friends doing impressions of actors who could be playing those parts. Yeah, it's I great. mean, could be some are a little, you know, insanely ambitious, but for the joke, it's funny. Morgan Freeman as fucking great. Rick Kirkham would actually be phenomenal. <laughs> I would love it. Yeah. I would love it. But yeah, that movie, that movie has to be made now. And it, but it's like, Joe Joe Exotic is a character where if you wrote him, some executive would be like, "Hey, tone it down. No one's that crazy." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've seen it in the Oval Office, but even this is not that. Take it yeah. down a notch. This is the no one. We've been no to Oklahoma. Has, it's it's yeah. not like this. Yeah. No one has thirty-two piercings in one year. <laughs> <laughs> no one has three husband, boyfriend, friends, whatever they are. Nobody has that. Yeah. And a tiger that aren't, that aren't gay. Yeah. I mean, that was Jesus. I mean, where do you start? It's just like, how did one of the guys was just like, Oh, I'm not even gay, man. I just was like, well, I, what else am I going to do? <laughs> I mean, it was, he was like, let me be gay and get married with a crazy meth head zoo owner just because yeah. I can't really think of what I'm doing tomorrow. Yeah. And I thought, you know, tigers are cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how quickly did you watch it? Oh, uh, we, we, we tried to space it out because our routine would be wake up, take, <laughs> take the dog for a walk, come back. And then dog. the ba the baby usually takes what we call like the midday nap. And that's when we, and that's when we would watch it. <laughs> and then we would spend the rest of the day talking about the episode. Good. I love it that. Just, I love that. That's what the show is designed for. When you want to, yes. when, when else can you talk tiger? During a quarantine, baby. And there was so many things to discuss and hypothesize about. 
Did you get on any, did you get online? Did you text people? I had people te text me being like, I can't talk to you until you finish this whole thing. Yes. Yeah. Uh, there, there was like, okay. I, I've, I've been telling everybody that, uh, my single guy friends, I go, do you want to get laid? Here's how, here's how you get laid. Uh -oh. you, you put a wait, wait, fake, is this the Brad Williams fake, quarantine get laid checklist? Yes. You, you put a fake ring on your finger. You say, you say you're married and you talk about how much you love your baby. Oh my God. Because that's it. Like I've the, cause back before we were quarantined in the before time, um, BBQ. Yeah. Like before, I would before go on stage quarantine. I would go on stage and I would talk, and I would talk about how much I love my wife and how we just had a kid. And I would have women coming up to me and be like, so do you want to go like, the you're so committed to your God. wife. That's so hot. Yeah. Like, did you not hear the last <laughs> 20 minutes of my act? Okay. Whatever. All right. Yeah. Uh, wow. So yeah. So that's what, so that used to be my advice to uh, young but guys now, out there. But now it's like, no, no, get a tiger. <laughs> Granted, you might lose a limb. <laughs> get a tiger and a bucket of uncle's root beer and call up the girl you have a crush on and just That's it. Let, let nature take its course. Do you think does, that the, Oh, go ahead. Does it, now, is it a... Because I feel like it's a chicken or the eggs situation. Do <laughs> The only, tiger or the husband? Do... Do only swingers get tigers, or once you get the tiger, you become a polygamous swinger? I feel like this is a limerick my second grade teacher threw at us, and I didn't know <laughs> that. Because <laughs> um, man, that is a they, great question. Because the three men, straight or gay, that they talk about owning tigers, uh, were all swingers uh, and and polygamists. So it's yeah. like. Yeah. That seems to be the thing. The only one that wasn't a polygamist was that bitch Carol Baskin. Carol uh, Baskin. By the way, I threw in, you see that when I did Tony Danza being like, she's not related to the Baskin Robin area, is she? By the way, legitimate question. Let somebody clear the air on this so I can eat ice cream cake comfortably when yeah. you Zoom and I want to randomly get high and go to Baskin Robbins and get an ice cream cake. Um, with a fake tiger on it. <laughs> yeah. uh, did you um, did you love the music videos? Oh yeah. Oh, because they were so just like, like you <laughs> you see stuff on like Tosh Point No and ridiculousness, and you go, oh, someone made this crazy video for one of these shows. Yep. And then you realize, oh no, so people make videos like that. And then they stare at it and go, amazing. Yeah. Done. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nailed it. Yeah. This is gonna be a hit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like all 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 of that combined is just um I feel like I have lived uh two lives. The life the 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 life I lived before watching Tiger King and the life I will now live after watching Tiger King. It <laughs> is it is ridiculous, and that's what everyone that it, it's it's on your quarantine playlist. It should. Be. Yeah, I mean, I saw a tiger, and a tiger saw man. I mean, come on. Now, is that his? Is that his real voice? Because to me, that fuck no. Great question. No, yeah, it's not. He was singing way too good in the in those music videos, 
and and then and then when he talks it's like a mixture of dip meth and oklahoma and a, <laughs> and a really nice shirt like I mean, it's just yeah here's what's fucked up my mom is from oklahoma my grandparents yeah. are from oklahoma because they are her parents um yeah. <laughs> my sister even on point she texted me she goes i think we might have gone to one of these zoos as a kid as a kid and i was like wait a second you're telling me that i potentially locked eyes with joe exotic i think right. i would remember that i do rem i do remember when i was in seventh grade going to arizona when my uh, mm -hmm. uh dad uh uh was moved to arizona and him and myself and his mother went to a weird smaller zoo and there was a giant ass tiger sitting in a pool about 30 feet away from a fence right and it was a very open sanctuary type zoo and you mm -hmm. walked in front of this fence and the tiger sitting in a, a little kiddie pool 30 feet away and i remember walking by and it was just sitting there like this like let's say this is the top of the pool it was like this just just perched above just chilling and i walk there by and I, and I go like this i look at it and i walk by i go i look at it and i go And I started fucking fake flexing on the tiger. Brad, I kid you not, this thing just goes after about five minutes of me being like, fucking bitch, fucking, hey, yeah. tiger. Just being a little asshole seventh grader and bored at this mini weird zoo that I think is being run by like Russian mobsters. And then all of a sudden the tiger just goes like this. And moves its paw little. And then mm -hmm. in two, in one leap, bounced Mario Brothers style off like a little trampoline that was hidden under the ground and did another bounce and hit the fence. And I bounced backwards and went, ah! And fucking <laughs> people came over and were like, what happened? And I was like, I don't know. This thing just jumped out of nowhere. <laughs> Such an asshole. Just yep. not understanding how insane these characters are. Tigers. And so then you see Joe Exotic and you go, I can't believe, like when they were chomping on his shoe and he was like, you guys put fucking Michael Jordan cologne on my fucking loafers, <laughs> which was amazing, by the way. And then later, yeah, I they were that like, that's his excuse. And not like, yeah, it's the cologne. Everyone knows that if you put Draquard Noir on your <laughs> shoes, a, a tiger tries to rip it up. Yeah. No, not at all. No. Or it's just the fact that you're, it's flesh. And it's a fucking tiger. That's maybe, probably it. Maybe, look, feet are not appealing to just lonely dudes in their 50s on the internet. They're also appealing to tigers. Apparently. Lots of bones. By the way, Brad, dicks. I do want to ask you this, and we'll wrap this up. Five more minutes. Okay. Cool. We'll wrap this yeah. up. I, 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 I got a few things to ask you because, look, I love you. I know about mm -hmm. you. I know what your life's like. Quarantine life's different, so that's why I have a million questions. And I do have to yeah. know. Okay. I do have to know. What do you miss most? Because sports are a big part of our lives. And yeah. to not have any sports is the crazy. If you were to tell me two years ago, what if there were no, like, does that, ever does that question ever come up in any sort of, like, social gathering? If we're having tequila on your back patio in your gazebo and we're sitting there, like, uh, when you're shooting the shit as a comic and just trying to make funny small talk, would, what if there were no sports? Does that even enter your realm of possibility? Well, now it's like when those people that hate sports, when they talk, when, when they talk about like, man, sports is just, a, it's not real. It's just a distraction. You're like, yes. Yes, it's you get it. Needed <laughs> you get it now. Yeah. You understand. This is what happens when people don't have sports. They go insane. So, yes. I mean, 
I I watch Pardon the Interruption on ESPN every day. Like that's my show that I watch every day. Um, thank God there's entertaining sports personalities like uh, Dan Lebitard, Mina Kimes, Sir Spain. They're great. I love listening to them. They're they're finding ways to make this whole thing entertaining. Um, but yeah, it is. I miss sports a lot. Thank it, you know what you know what's weird. The only what? the only sport that is still going every week, pro wrestling. Can't stop it. Can't <laughs> stop it. New episodes every week. AEW Dynamite. Fuck yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Wait a second. Is that has that been a saving grace for you? Yes. A little bit of competitive something. Does it fill the void for all the other sports? I mean, not all of them because, I mean, I'm a Lakers fan and it looked like we were going to go to the finals at least this year or at least hey, go guess, to the Western Conference against, uh, against the Clippers to see who wins the championship. Hey, guess what? Fuck the Clippers. I only ever liked them because Jamal Crawford's a Seattle boy and he was on the team. And then when Adam Devine took me to games, I go, cool, this is a cool team. But guess what, dude? I told him and it was a known thing. When I got to L.A., the Lakers started to get great and I – I got to experience a little bit of the transition and then not being great and then them getting amazing. And every night on KCAL 9, I could watch amazing basketball. And I go, yeah, wow, I just lost my team. What better way to fucking stay actively engaged in basketball than to get to watch the best team right now every night? And, yeah. uh, man, LeBron was on a mission, dude. The Kobe uh, death really was like – I don't know, man. I felt like LeBron was going to do what he did against Golden State in game six where – because everyone's – I got to be honest, I've been DMing with GP a little bit. He told me he picked mm. the Clippers. And I mm. go, I go, respectfully going to go, I think LeBron's going to fucking pull some shit out of his ass or his dick, maybe both, and, <laughs> and, take, and do a Magic Johnson type thing where he, mm. three out of the, the, the six games, drops like 30, 15, and eight. And then the other two, yeah. he is just a facilitator and he makes everybody great. And uh, and they and they they pull it off, and uh, and I think that's what would have happened. And it could, still could. We still might get a, a playoffs. Yeah, I I, there, I I think there's still a possibility. There might be some empty arena games. I'm at at this point when they brought up the concept of empty arena games like a month and a half ago. I hated it. I, I just, yeah. I went like this. Like, oh, dude, yeah, what am I? I was I? like, oh, they're not gonna dunk like, or when they do, it's not gonna be cheers. Now, if you were like, no, 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 empty arena game tomorrow, I'd, I'd be like, I'm watching eight hours of this. I'm watching pregame coverage. I'm, I'm watching postgame coverage. I'm watching all of that. So, yes, uh, I, I am missing sports. Um, I'm missing stand-up the most of all. Like, yeah. I'll never complain about a Friday Night Late Show ever again. Uh, I want to ask you that. Do you, and I, I think the same way, but I think it, the, the real challenge – and, look, it's – it's easy sometimes to say, like, I think we're going to resume things maybe in the fall. And then you go, I hope I hold on to some of the gratitude that I've developed for a lot of things that you wouldn't normally because of this, right? Yeah. Like, I think that's something that we can all say is you go, I hope that I continue to, like, be just, you know, a little more appreciative of things like getting a late spot, even if you didn't want to. But yeah. once, once normalcy and routine finds its way back into your, uh, your world, 
it is tough to not assume that most people would just be like, you know, you say that for maybe a month and then you go, ah, fuck, <laughs> Friday night late spot because now we're back into the swing of things, right? But well, I don't know. This is this is crazy. So I think this, if there's ever anything to make you truly uh, take a step back. Yeah, because I just remember uh, back when I took time off from stand-up to do radio. Yeah. Um, oh, when yeah. I got back, when I got back into stand-up, all the things that bugged me about it didn't bug me anymore. Didn't bug me because I because I had awesome. been on I had been on the other side and I, and I, and I know like the grass is not greener. You don't want to go there. I, you I saw life without it. Yeah, and I didn't like it. So now it's gonna be that even more so. So when I'm in Toledo, Ohio, and there's that drunk couple in the front row, now 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 rather than just being mad at them, I can kind of look at them and just be like, you know what? Good, you were stuck in a. You, you, you were stuck in Toledo, Ohio, in your one-bedroom apartment. You probably almost got divorced. Maybe you didn't get divorced. Maybe it's the first girl since the quarantine. I don't know. And you're out here living life. Good for you. Good for you. I'll be <laughs> yeah. thankful. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. But uh, just whenever that happens, it'll be, it'll, it'll, it'll be amazing. And I'll, I'll be – but and until then, we'll, we'll be organizing. I'm, I'm going to start organizing uh, – uh, virtual stand-up comedy shows. I've done well, I've done one of those now. Um, yeah, tell me about that real quick. That was crazy. You did a corporate last night, right? Yeah, it it, it was a corporate <clears throat> gig. So I'm in my bedroom, standing up against a blank wall, have a camera on me, and I see uh, myself looking back at me, but I can hear the laughter on the Zoom app. So everyone's audio is opened up. There was fit, there was 50 people. And so you heard laughter, but it's really weird to not see people and you're in your room. You know what I mean? Like I would, oh, yeah. like, like it, it's weird. So I would lose my place a few times and have to talk. And like, you're worried that like, I would worry that like my dog might walk in or my <laughs> the daughter might start crying and I was yeah. like, deal with that. <clears throat> they probably would have dug that. Yeah, no, they did. Um, and uh, it's funny because they wanted me to mention the co the company name like three or four times during the set. So when I would talk about my bits on Pornhub, I'd I'd be like, "Hey, this Pornhub joke brought to you by," and then I would hold up a sign with the company on it. It, it was hilarious. Oh my so, god. Wow! So yeah, you... follow... <clears throat> yeah, so follow me on social media. I'll I'll be announcing when those shows will be, and uh, and that's awesome. Uh, if, and go to Cameo and book Adam, book me, book us. Book, Yo, uh, by the way, you are. I, I've told a handful of people. I go, hey man, get on the Cameo thing. I go, look, we all ain't as famous as Brad Williams, but you can fucking sure as fire fart fire. What fucking what's the saying? You can sure as hell fire. What is the saying? Tell me before we get off. What is it? You can sure I'm, I'm I'm gonna let you kind of figure it out here. <laughs> I'm gonna let you invent a new one. You can you can sure as you can sure as put that s'more in the fire, but it's better do if it, you let your friend do it. Do it as Dr. Phil. Okay, so oh so if you're confident, okay, in something that you love, okay. And you don't know how to exactly get it done. Okay. It's like, okay, 
let's say you find a little bit of meth in the bottom of a Kit Kat wrapper that you stole, okay, from your mom's purse. You think to yourself, well, this might be a new type of candy, or maybe I'm gay. We'll be right back. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, um, I, uh, I think you've, you've taken the cameo market by storm. You've given people a lot of moments. And the stand-up yeah. shows, I think, again, it, dude, it takes somebody that's, uh, that's in it to win it and is winning it to, to do these things. And I, it's definitely for me, when you started getting going with those cameos, like, fuck, why shouldn't that be a move right now? And I've been passing it on. And, and again, like, you got to be active in ways to stay active financially and uh, comedically. Yeah. And you're doing it. And, it, it, and it, it's just, it's fun. I do, I do cameos for people and then I get messages right after from the people that got the cameos and be like oh my god that was so cool that brightened up my day because you forget like people are just stuck in their homes and it's something different so it works out it, it, it it's it's something to do so yeah uh virtual comedy shows cameos and uh appearing on many podcasts via zoom <laughs> yeah more so now because we're chilling right exactly hey rogan if you're out there <laughs> now's, the, now's, the, now's the time. All right, Brad, I'm going to close this out with a little uh, original quarantine song. Okay. Go for it. <laughs> Not in tune. <laughs> We're stuck inside. We're getting very bored. I heard Arby's delivers. They have the meats. We got no sports, but they have the meats. <laughs> I miss basketball, but DQ's got the cold and hot treats. Brad, when was the last time that you shaved? Be yeah. honest. Three weeks ago. <laughs> Three weeks ago. But you're letting that hair grow on the top of your head. <laughs> How long are you gonna let that thing roll down your neck? You I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna be a Motley, I'm gonna be a dwarf Motley Crew impersonator by the, <laughs> by the end of this quarantine. <laughs> Hope that you got enough TP. Hope that you've watched enough electronic streaming TV. Brad, real quick, what was the best thing that you saw on the internet today? You seem very up to date with memes and crazy photographs and videos that everybody should see. What was the uh, thing that you saw? It was a guy having an argument with, with a drone. <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> hey man there's no way that's real i'll send you the video oh send me the link oh. are you on the drone i love great. you i love you stay love safe you i miss you this is great guys go follow brad go see him yo go see him live go watch him live the uh, the new this is gonna be the new norm and you're never gonna be in a real stage again because you're gonna corner the market on Zoom stand-up shows and never leave. And guess what? Yeah, we're gonna get to a point where we gotta decide, is that the new life? Hey, <clears throat> why not? If I could like just get dressed for one hour. 
one, do both. one hour of the day. <clears throat> totally. I think it's going to be a do both thing, dude. Yeah. Why not? Be like, oh, you're in England and I'm not doing an English tour? Cool. We're going to do a comedy, a virtual comedy show for everyone in England or something. Exactly right. Wait, real quick. How, many, how did it feel when everyone laughed at the same time on the Zoom show? Oh, sweet Jesus. It was like, it was the great, it was the greatest feeling in the world. Cause I was like, wow, I'm going to say a joke. And I know, I know, I know it's a punchline. I know there should be laughter here. And if it doesn't go, this, this is going to be a long hour. And, uh, thankfully they laughed. So I was like, Good. all right. But it didn't go. sound weird with like 40 different screens, like all meshing at the same time. Oh, it did. But that laughter, what as weird, as weird as it sounded, worth it that's awesome so, yeah it was great All right. i love you bud Sleep love tight. you too thank you stay safe i will Thanks. i'll talk to you soon bye bye bud the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.